What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Future Elite Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Raj, and we got... What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Coach Parsis here, back at it again with another episode. And we got... Good morning, y'all, or good afternoon, good evening, good night. Maybe if you're listening to this to sleep, but glad to have you here. And today on this episode, we have my friend, my brother, Mr. Emmerich. How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for letting me join. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Uh, for those who don't know, um, those who don't know about you, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. My name is Shinasi Emre Deniz. I'm from Turkey. I moved here when I was 15. Uh, and I went to Rockridge High School, and then now I currently go to West Virginia Wesleyan College. Uh, I'm a junior. I'm a senior at the moment, uh, but I'm planning to go back next year to play one more semester. And I'm 22 years old, and that's all. That's all I got. All right. So we're gonna dive a little bit deeper. Uh, when you say like you're from Turkey, tell us a little bit about life in Turkey when you were living there? Like paint, paint a little picture for us and put us into your shoes and like let the audience also know like how life was in Turkey before you came to the United States. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm going to talk mainly about soccer or football. I mean, that's how we call it, I guess. But uh, I mean, I was when I was a kid, I, I grew up playing in the streets with like older people or like my age and uh, that's just how I I was. I was never on a computer. I was I never had a phone uh, till I got to like high school. So I was just in the streets playing soccer, playing the game I love with my friends. And obviously, Turkey and like the United States is two very different countries. You know, it's everything. Everything about it is different. Like the culture, like the schools, like the food, like everything is just so different. And when I moved here, when I was 15, uh, at the end of 2015, actually, uh, I was struggling because of the culture, especially, uh, and the language, because I couldn't speak a word. And I had to go to high school straight away, you know? And it's just like, people will ask me, how are you? I couldn't, <laughs> I was like, what do you say, you know? It's, it was it was difficult at that moment, but um, yeah. How did you how did you adjust? Like how did you like what was going through your mind during those times that you couldn't really you communicate? Because one thing about me, I was always prepared. You know, I was like before I moved to the states, I was like, this is it. Like this is the one time chance for me. You know, because living in Turkey and moving to United States is rare for people. Cause it's, it's a lot of money and you don't get the chance and thank God. Like I still pray to this day that I got the chance mm-hmm. and, uh, I was prepared. I was like, I'm going to go there even though I don't speak the language, but I'm going to learn somehow I'm going to learn which, uh, high school and soccer helped me a lot because I joined the soccer team at Rockridge. And from there I made friends, friends and friends and it's just, I had to learn, you know, like. There's no other way. Yeah. Yeah. If that just, there was no other way. And, and that's kind of like how life is, you know, like if you want to get somewhere, you just, you got to do it. And that's what happened. Yeah. So I remember you didn't try out for like the first, was it like first or second year? First year, uh, I did try because I still didn't have my social security and stuff. You know? Yeah, so that's what I was wondering. Like, you didn't yeah. join because of that reason? Just Yeah, we were talking about it. It was saying, like, how, like, we saw you around and stuff like that. Because I used to see you on the bus and stuff like that. And, like, Sometimes. then I figured yeah. out you played soccer. And I was like, Man, why is this dude playing on the team? <laughs> but, yeah, like, man. In, in that aspect of it, like, were there other struggles, like, coming to America, apart from the language barrier and stuff like that? Like, what other struggles did you, like, kind of go through, like, let's say, in school 
and like learning and stuff like that? Um, I will say for me, the friendship plays a huge, huge role, you know, because uh, coming like where I'm from and like most of the other, I believe like Middle Eastern or European or Asian countries is like friendship is really important, you know, for me. And like, I've seen that here is not as important for people that like, you know, they don't really care much, I'll say. Because like back home, if my friend asked me something, like I will, I will die for my friends, you know, my brothers especially, like I'll do anything for them. But here I feel like it's, it was different, you know, seeing from people like how they treat each other, you know, how like they do stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't used to any of that stuff, you know, like, and uh, I struggled with that. I struggled with like maybe making friends at the start but uh, obviously like you guys and like some other people, you know, I became good friends and we moved on from there. Is it because of like you had expectations from your culture that you wanted kind of to feel kind of the same? So like what do you think is the reason that in here in America, we don't see that kind of that bond, that brotherhood, like you said? Mm -hmm. Uh, I expected like the same friendship I was going to find that I found in Turkey here as well. Like um, I can't really like maybe it's the personality that people have here, you know, like and I wasn't I wasn't used to like I saw some like weird stuff like I'm not judging people, but like it was weird to me, I guess, you know, the other people can say the same thing, like, the stuff I do can be weird to them, like, uh, the love I show them, like, the friendship, and, like, the brotherhood, and everything, it's just, it was difficult at the moment, but uh, you get used to it, you know, you get used to everything new, and that's what happened to me, maybe I was expecting too much, I had to lower them, because uh, that's what you got to do, you know, and at the end of the day, I mean, I'm happy with the friends I have, everyone I have. So maybe yeah. at, at the start, I was too harsh, you know? I, I expected everything 100%. Yeah. I mean, speaking of expectations, a lot of kids here expect to have phones at the age of five. And you said you have you had your first phone in high school. Yes. Talk about that. Talk about what did you, like, did you never expect to have a phone like how does that because I, I was in the same scenario but not in high school obviously like a little bit younger I got but it wasn't like compared to Americans that have phones at the age of five or six so what goes as far as the parenting that sets that thing in your head that you don't need a phone right like how what did, what did you go through in that in that moment so with that phone situation um, like I said again I had friends that have phones obviously, but I didn't. So it wasn't, it's not, you know, like now, like nowadays, how social media plays a huge role, like in our lives, you know, and back then, like, I wasn't worried about it. You know, I was like, and all, all my friends as well, most of them, like, we were like, it's just all about the moment, you know, like, it's just, let's just have fun. Now we don't need to share, we don't need to do this and that. All we had to do just let my parents know that like, together and like we're doing stuff other than that is i never needed it you know i never really asked for it but when the time came i was like okay i like obviously i'll have the phone because like i'm at an age where i'm traveling places with my friends so i i need to let my parents know and stuff so and my parents saw that as well and they were like okay i guess it's time you know for you to have it but, and the thing is when you, when you get access to like this phones or iPads or computers at a really young age, it just kills it. You know, it kills your childhood in my opinion. Like, cause now, even, even when I go to Turkey every summer now and then, I don't see kids running around in the streets playing soccer as much, you know? It used to be the norm, right? Yeah. And I rarely see it here, you know? And I know from my, my step cousins here, you know, uh, they're Americans and I know how they are. Like they're always on their computers. They're always playing games. They're never really out, you know, 
and it's sad it's sad because like now it's, it's it's like that and people are used people think it's okay you know and in my opinion it's never okay and i hope when i have a kid like that's that's not gonna be the case you know i'm not giving him or her like a phone or computer and yeah saying that like well like i guess it's in like foreign countries a lot where like you people are actually outside right and then we actually enjoy the moment and stuff like that but back back in the day like now like it's very like we didn't used to go on our phones like that right so like like technology was technology but like you rather go outside and go play soccer all day with your friend you know what i mean and like the community was kind of tight too and close so it's like even if your parents don't like let's say they don't know where you are or something like that they just ask so so the neighbor they'll be like oh yeah we saw him with so so and so they were going here it's like all right that's like it's the natural thing so you 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 really did not need any phones at those times but just to transition into like how did that build you and like to who you are today like from what you learned from back in turkey to what you learned in the united states right that molds you that that makes you see like two different perspectives in a sense like how that build you going on to your life? Um, like I said, uh, I grew up playing in the streets and everything. And uh, I think people are like that, you know, uh, just playing in the streets, not just soccer or whatever, like, uh, like how I said, like didn't have technology as much and everything. I feel like they grow, grow up to be more street smart, you know, like, uh, me like i know myself like if there's something going on like you know outside the world like i can see properly i can see what's going on like i can clearly understand the situation right away but i have some friends or like most of the people like the simple thing that's going on outside like they don't know you know and i'm like it's simple like that's what's going on like you don't need you don't need a book for that and I'm glad, I'm glad I didn't have much technology because like, I, I think I grew up to be a really, really smart person. Like not, not, not really with school maybe, but like, you know, in the streets and everything that actually I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad for that. And how you like, in a sense of like, pick your friends, choose your friends and stuff like that, because like you said, back at home it was different right so like here it's also like it's so important how you pick your friends in america for sure right so like like in that eyes in that lens like how do you like in a sense pick your like pick your friends like or how do you like start away from like that friends that you might deem like bad or like bad influences or stuff like that i mean for me when i like when i was in high school here uh you know, it's mostly like all about partying and stuff, yeah. And um, obviously, like I had a lot of friends, and uh, I still, I still talk to most of them. But when you move to co- when you go to college, I think, and when you grow up, you understand how, like, all of those things were just not really real, you know. And you have some friends in high school, but only like one or two of them like you get you stay in touch with but i feel like uh and that's why like i don't think i was really really close with so many people in high school you know because like i knew that was, that was going to be the case you know and i only like like obviously you guys and like a couple other people that i'm still close with but other than that it's just i talked to here and that but in college in my opinion it's a different case because obviously like you live in a dorm and you spent four years there and it's just like it's like it kind of comes uh, like become a family there you know and i feel like those people you can be friends with them forever people that you meet in college and that's kind of the case for me because uh my soccer team i have a lot of friends and we, we're always together 24 7 and at the end of the day you become fam- family so uh I guess uh, high school fr- friends can maybe they're not that real, but like college actually, in my opinion, more important. 
Do you think it's because of the fact that you guys see each other every single day and live kind of in a close proximity or is it just maturity? I think, I think that plays a huge role, you know, being together almost every day, you mm -hmm. know, practicing or like eating together, going out together, uh, living together. I think that plays a huge role. And also like you, you get, once you get to a certain age, you know, you understand things better like the friendship and everything. And uh, that's, I think that plays a huge role as well. You know, now we're all mature enough to like understand how things work. And like, it's not just all about like partying or just going out, you know? Now, like I'm at an age, I talk to my friends about like jobs or what we can do with our futures and everything, you know? Once you start talking about those stuff, like, you know, you become even more closer. So that's a, that plays a huge role. All right, I'll, we're gonna go a little back to the um, how do you call it college situation, or like how you lived in college and then you. But uh, I want to also dive a little bit into, let's say, your high school like play and high school recruitment side, mm -hmm. like how like when you were playing in high school, like what you had to go through and endure, right? And also like when the recruitment like time came like like how was that like the struggles all that like just let us go through that with you so um when i started playing at rockridge i was a sophomore my first year so i would see i did okay you know as a sophomore i you cannot do much but it was okay and in junior year i started doing better and senior year i believe I think at the end of junior year, people were telling me like, bro, why don't you play in college? I was like, what is that? You know, I don't know. I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm new to this culture. I'm new to, cause like, it's not really a common thing to, you know, do it in Turkey. You don't really play in college. You play at a club level, you know? So I was like, how does that work? I don't know. But I mean, I didn't have people to help me, you know, not really. I mean, my parents couldn't do much because they don't know, they're foreign to this as well. So junior year passed and then senior year, again, people telling me, bro, you should play. You should sign up for a club team. And uh, I think, I'm sorry, junior year, at the end of junior year, summer, uh, I signed up for Loudoun, uh, Loudoun right here. And then... Thank God I made the team and everything. And then I started playing there and I started talking to coaches, like, how does it work? Blah, blah, blah. And then obviously um, the club season started. I did very well. And obviously some uh, college coaches started contacting me. And high school year came by, senior year. I did really, really well. And at that time I was like, I knew I had to make like a highlight video, but I was so late. Imagine my senior year, I'm contacting coaches just now, mm -hmm. you know, that, that was, that's how it went for me. Which, Do you uh, think that kind of puts you behind? Disadvantage a little bit. Yeah. That, I, I don't want to say regret because like, <laughs> I cannot regret it because I, I don't know. I didn't know, but I wish if like I could go back time, I swear I will start like at the end of sophomore year. So is that your recommendation to, let's say, uh, a young player right now, right, that is listening to this podcast, would you recommend them to start at what age as far as like contacting coaches? Definitely, definitely, if they can, at the end of uh, their sophomore year, you know, uh, as soon as their club season finishes, how they do, and or either their high school season finishes, uh if if that was me i would have i would have done it at the end of sophomore year mm -hmm. or latest junior year like mid junior year but uh for me i did it my senior year almost after my high school season ended you know or no not my high school season ended like it was kind of like middle of it mm -hmm. and i was late i was late i mean thank god i still got really really complex uh, from colleges uh, a lot of people emailed back and I, I talked to a lot of people on the phone emailing and everything and yeah that's that's how I got recruited yeah
and uh, what was that? What was the question I'm gonna ask? Uh, I was gonna make a statement real quick. Like, I want to ask you until Raj, you, you remember. So you had a very. I want you to go back and talk to us about your relationship with uh, your coach in high school, Amir. Right. Um. Obviously, you guys are from the same country, and I want to ask you, like, how did that affect you, and how did that affect your career as far as like a startup, and also in that recruiting phases, was he able to help you out in that matter? Um, with Coach Amir, obviously, uh, it was my sophomore year when he came in, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember people coming up to me. We have a new coach. You won't believe it. He's Turkish. I'm like, huh? Like, how how was that? You know, like it's so rare. I was I was surprised and I was happy at the same time. And uh, obviously, we met. I went to tryouts. I made the team and everything. We talked for a bit, and uh, from there, it's not. I respect him. Because uh, he didn't like people. People would think like, "Oh, you're Turkish. You're gonna play because he's Turkish," you know. And uh, I respected him with that because it wasn't about that, you know. Like it wouldn't matter if you were Turkish or not. It was just like the way you play, like how you play. And uh, I gained his trust. I gained, you know, like with the with the way I played and everything. And uh, so he helped me a lot because I became really comfortable, you know. And like that's like one of the most important things for me, and especially as a striker. Comfortable with what? Comfortable with the way I play, my play style, and everything. Because obviously, as a striker, you have to be comfortable. Like uh, you miss, maybe you miss, you miss, you miss. And if your coach is still trusting you and like telling you you'll be fine and everything, then you start scoring. That's that's how that's how it works. So that that's very important, right? The coach, not putting so much pressure on you that oh, as soon as you, I see you make a mistake, oh, you're on the bench, right? So putting that trust in you that no matter how much you quote unquote fail, he's the backbone that pushes you that like, I got you, keep going, you know? So I think that that made a huge difference in your game as well. Cause you know, you're a sophomore, you're just joining the team. You don't have that much confidence. Then that coach comes in and puts that little bit of confidence for you yeah yeah I mean uh I respect him a lot for that he put a lot of trust in me he trusted me with big things you know big moments and uh I gained a lot of confidence like I remember sophomore year like there was this one game where I scored two goals and we won the game and after that I think like that was like the the moment where I gained a lot of like confidence and I was like, I'm just going to keep going from now on. Like there's no stopping, you know? That moment. Thank God, yeah. Thank God. Thank God I did. And um, after that, my junior year, he supported me a lot. And my senior year, like we will bet like how many goals I would score. Like he just pushed me, you know, he always pushed me and pushed me, uh, which helped me a lot. And I did a lot of good things for the team. I think, uh, I believe. And, um, with the college situation, uh, he he wanted me to play college. He told me to email coaches and everything. I mean, sadly, he didn't really have connections. Uh, I don't blame him. You know, not many people do. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, but he pushed me. You know, he pushed me to email coaches. He pushed me to do things. I will talk to him on the phone. You know, I'm emailing like this coach, that coach. And he'll be like, oh, good. Keep emailing. Keep emailing. So... He helped me a lot with that as well, you know. I really respect him for that. Raj, did you remember? Oh no, I was, what I was gonna say was um in his like from talking to Femi and from talking to him like in that high school like perspective, there was like a little difference there, like when you get like the how do you call it? When you get a spotlight too early. How that could affect you, like your either your head getting your head or something like that, and when you also when you get it late, how that could also maybe push you a little bit more, like to like want it a little bit more. You know what I mean? Let's say I had like a good two years or something like that. It's like, and colleges are not seeing me and stuff like that. It's like okay, like I'm doing the work and you guys are not seeing it, and like when they actually see you, you just like I. Right, 
now I have something to prove, right? So that puts a little bit more fire in you. So yeah, yeah that's what I was gonna, in a sense, say. But we're gonna dive now a little bit more to um, college, right? So now when you go into college, now that's a whole different scene, right? So now let us like, you told us a little bit about like being together with your friends and stuff like that, like you actually, that those are your day ones, right? Like how is it like in a sense, making friends in the beginning, right? And also knowing the right, I say the right kind of people, the right kind of players to be friends with, because you know how college is like, sometimes there's clicks and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's like this, there's this click right here, this click right here, and sometimes they might have passed you the ball or something like that. So like, how could you navigate through all those? So when I first went my freshman year, 2019, uh, I always say like, I was a little shy, but I was confident in myself that I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna play right away, you know, cause uh, that's how confident I was. And um, I was, I think with me, uh, you know, especially after high school, I know how to make friends easily. You know, I can communicate with people easily. I'm not, I'm not really that shy, you know. Uh, I get shy when people compliment me. That's probably like the only time. But other than that, I went there and then, you know, I got to say this. I always say it. Uh, I think, you know, being friends with foreign people it's just you know it clicks yeah, so easy yeah, yeah you know like i don't want to say this like oh like americans i cannot be friends blah blah that's not the case but like with foreign people you know like i have a lot of friends like friends from dubai friends from uh, spain mexico italy like everywhere you know and it's just mate like the sense of humor we have it's so like, you know, it, it clicks like this, you know, we understand each other even more. And my freshman year, obviously we have a lot of foreigners, you know, a lot of foreigners, you know, half, more than half of the team is foreign. Yeah. And uh, I think that was the case that like, it was so easy for me to make friends, you know, cause we have a lot to talk about. Our sense of humor is so similar that we can like laugh about everything, one small thing, you know? And, um, Obviously, like we have some team rules, you know, we, we, we must sit together during breakfast, lunch, dinner, that just, you know, for the bond, you know, you make better connections and we do team activities, you know, we do fun stuff together and uh, that just makes it even better for us to get along together. What is and, one thing, uh, what is one thing that the coach brought up for you guys to make a stronger bond in your opinion? Uh, Coach, I mean, he always said, like I said, he always wanted us to sit together. Sounds sit together your breakfast, lunch, and dinner because other than classes and practices, you're there. So we spend a lot of time there, which is, which is huge. You know, even now, uh, all of us, we always sit together for hours and hours. But I see some other teams, you know, some other teams that, like, they don't sit together, you know, they're – they're divided but soccer team especially us we're always together everywhere we go anywhere we go we're always even when we go out even when we're like go for a walk we're always together and that creates a bond you know that creates something that uh you never experienced before and just the connection becomes even better and better so that was the main thing that the coach so the sitting down next to each other that you believe was the main thing to strengthen your bonds? No, like special activities or anything? Uh, we will, we will go, we didn't, we, I mean, coach would always tell us to be together, you know, there's, cause like we don't really have much time to be mm -hmm. honest. So there's not much to do. And uh, there's not much coach can tell us as well. Like he will always tell us like, if you study, if you do this, if you do that, get help from each other just be together you know when you get the chance just always be together and that's something we always look for that's something we care about too, so much that we just do it every day 
I mean, that's how you actually learn about each other, right? That's how you grow that bond, that chemistry, right? You know, we're like playing and stuff. It's like, if you guys are not together half of the time, right? I've been in two places where like we were together most of the time. And then another school where it was like, yeah, we were together, we're eating and stuff, but like we weren't like together together you know what i mean when it's time to like go do other stuff people are helping each other doing their work stuff like that you know what i mean so that bond kind of in a sense it's just you're there for to eat and you're there to like how do you call the place okay and that's it right but you got to understand that you, you guys are young at that age you know what i mean 17 18 living by yourself now barely any like adults around after the school after school and after coaching barely any adults around so it's like you have to lean on each other in a sense right to grow so I feel like in college that's when like because even people that have gone to school for with for one year like even that that year our bond is stronger than somebody that I've known for like a long time you know what I mean because of the things you go through you know what I mean yeah. so like Let's say your freshman year, we say making friends and stuff, but like now the soccer aspect of it, how did that go? My freshman year, I think uh, compared to all the, most of the other freshmen, except our goalkeeper, I think I almost played the most, which uh, I did decent as well. I scored some goals, you know, I helped the team and everything. And uh, I think as a freshman, it was all about gaining experience. You know, it was all about that. Uh, you cannot expect to like go somewhere and play as a freshman, especially in college. It's tough. It's tough. And uh, I feel like I picked the perfect place for it because, yeah, maybe I wasn't starting every single game. I wasn't playing much, but at least I was getting what I deserve. You know, that's like the most important thing in life. I think like getting what you deserve is uh, is so important for me. You know, because, you know, like, how would you feel? Like, you're doing all the work. You know you can do good things on the field, but you don't get the chance. You know, it just brings down your confidence level. And thank God I didn't have that. Uh, I played a good amount of minutes, uh, practice a lot, hit the gym a lot. Uh, and I just, I get a lot of experience, you know. It was, it was all about that, in my opinion, my freshman year. So what mindset did you go into the into your college after you got accepted, right? And they said, yes, come play for us. But what mindset, obviously, yes, you said I had the confidence that I'm going to play a lot of games. But did what is the motivation for you? Like, what do you want to accomplish in in that moment, right? What did you have in mind that I'm going to accomplish in my four years at this uh, place? So before I went, I always, you know, wanted to become like a top scorer in the team, you know, that because like as a striker, that's that's what mostly you care about. And obviously, uh, I was going into the team where like my freshman year, a couple years back, they won the conference. So I'm going, I'm going to a really good team and I'm like, maybe we can win it again. That's, that's what I was going with, you know. I really wanted to win the conference again with the team, with the team we had. And we were, we were close. We had a really good record, 12-5-2. And, and uh, we just, we semifinals, we lost in PKs, which, which was sad. But uh, it's just, uh, like, personally, I just want to become the top scorer, at least my freshman class, you know, which I did, which I achieved that, you know. And I was also like the second top scorer in the team. And I think all conference, I was the second top scorer as a freshman as well, which was good. I mean, I kind of achieved what I wanted as a freshman. And um, that's, that's really all I had. Because, I mean, you go into a college with expectations, with motivations and everything. But, you know, when you, once you get in, it, it changes. You know, it's like you kind of forget about everything. Because it's new environment, new coach, new players. You know, you need to build chemistry in a short amount of time because you don't have much time for preseason and everything. So 
it's, 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 it was tough, but uh, I still, you know, kept myself motivated. And uh, I think I did good my freshman so year. What do you think you did to, to motivate yourself in those times, especially in the beginning? Uh, what I did was, you know, it's kind of funny because, like, it's not it's nothing crazy to motivate myself, but, like, I always said to myself, I'm like, I'm the only Turkish player in this conference, you know? And, uh, you know, I got to I gotta put my name out country, there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, like I'm, I want to put my name out there and, like, I want people to know, you know, how it is. And uh, that was kind of like a motivation for me, you know? And uh, kind of worked, I think. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that bad. So a little bit deeper into that, you said at first, you said um, you guys won the conference earlier, right? And then you also, you said something that was important. You said, we can do it again, right? You didn't say, I can't go there and help them do it again, right? You said it like we, like us as a team. So you go, in, go into the college scene, you already like have the, the mindset of a team, you know what I mean? And like your whole, like, in a sense, motivation is to like inspire, right? In the sense of like, yeah, I'm the only Turkish player here. Now I'm just going to show that like maybe in your country or whatever, whoever is out there that's trying to play and like that's Turkish or whatever it is, you can do it too, right? So most people go into that situation not knowing that like everybody else is the best player from where they came from right so how can we play together because if you win and people are going to see you, right that's what people don't understand right. and if like you come in there with that i i i'm gonna do this i'm gonna get this i'm gonna get that it's like all right now you're putting too much pressure on yourself but now when you're thinking i said like it's a team, right? I'm going there to help the team. You know what I mean? Whatever I can do to help the team. Now it's like, whatever scenario they put you in, it's like, ah, I can't play this position. You're not, you're not going to think like that in a sense, right? And yeah. that is one thing I'm saying that I, I like, I saw from what you were talking, when you were talking that I was like, huh, that actually like, in a sense, makes sense because now you feel like you have like, it's not like too much pressure on you going in in a sense so like the that... same thing back to what you were saying back in the day when he even came to the states and the friendships and all of that right. he always wanted to help out and you know have that so it was instilled in him because of the culture so i think that plays a huge role where you're coming from how you're raised as well that when it's instilled in you it's not something that oh my God, something, wow, you know, it's something instilled in you now. It's just a norm. Okay, how can we help the team? How can I be able to be a great help for this whole thing to make it yeah. prosper, you know? Yeah. And you're seeing it now, my boy. You went through- the goal the now. What is the goal now? It's your, you're a senior, you have, you say you're going to play another semester. What is the goal now for Emre's? career um so yeah like i like you said i'm a senior i kind of feel old but you know uh i did really well this year thank god uh as a team we did good as well and uh you know after seeing what i can do actually in a in a college level uh kind of made me realize what i can do maybe in like bigger levels you know and um obviously yeah maybe i may be playing in d2 but I believe in my in my head like D one and D two mostly, except like maybe like top ten, top fifteen schools in the country for D one. I think really similar. You know, it's just all about the the size of the school and the budget and everything. So, I think the the level I'm playing at because like my conference we have we had three teams that went to nationals this year. You know, it's it's huge. Like our conference is tough, and playing in that playing in this conference that, that I'm playing in actually makes you even better player you know and um and in this conference i i did really well this year and that's one of the reasons i want to come back next year for one more semester and uh help the team out 
because I know we can do things. Uh, we can achieve things as a team and I can be a big part of it, hopefully. And, uh, and after that finishes, it's just, it's, 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 it's a huge, huge path that I need to take because it's either this or that. Uh, there's no in between. I need to make a huge decision. Maybe I may, I might be go, go back to Turkey, you know, see, see what's going on there. Uh, like parts I, told, parts I told you when we had that training sessions, like uh, last summer, I think, uh, in the beginning of this year, uh, I was talking to teams in Turkey, you know, like lower divisions, but still good, still good experience, high level, you know, and uh, I didn't take it because it was a risk, you know, it was a risk that I didn't take. I wanted to finish my college, you know, I went to get my degree as well, because that's something you you need to have, you know, in your life, in my opinion. And uh, I was like, maybe let me let me let me finish my college career. And uh, maybe some things might happen here in the States uh, who nobody knows. Uh, but again, at the end of the day, mostly it's all about connections. You know, uh, I see a lot of people with connections that make it to the next level, you know, uh, which I tell myself, like, obviously they're good players, but I feel like, man, like if they're making it, I know I have a chance to make it. But it's just about to finding the right connection, you know. And I never really had that uh, because maybe uh, I came to the country late. You know, I didn't know many people and everything. Uh, so we'll see how things go. You know, I still have one more year to think about things. Uh, time flies by, so I need to be quick with it. But I'm not putting too much pressure on myself. If soccer doesn't happen, uh, I'll go with the degree I get. Uh, I'll just, you know get a nice job and just work and obviously soccer will be part of my life always you know I always thought about coaching as well you know like how you guys are doing I admire it you know and um, I always thought about coaching I was coaching in the like past couple of years during the summer just like little kids like here and that but uh it could be something I want to do maybe after college if soccer doesn't work out because I don't want to leave it you know I've been playing my whole life just because college ended. I don't want to leave playing or coaching, you know, teaching people. So we'll see how things go. You got to get on a glass today. <laughs> I have a question for you. All right. So all this hard work that has been done, like to pursue your sport, right? To go through, like, you know, just put yourself back like everything you've gone through, like you played through COVID, you, you did all this stuff. Like when it's like, it's all done, let's say college is done. You, you think you're gonna sit down and be like, all right, I'm fine with not playing anymore. Um, I hope not. You know, like when I think about it, I don't feel well. Cause like, you know, it's just like, you're done, you know, you're done. And uh, I don't want to think that way. Cause it's going to put me down. You know, it's not going to motivate me anymore. Cause I still need some kind of motivation. doesn't matter what age you are, you know, how old you are. It, you always need motivation in life, you know? And uh, that's kind of like the thing that motivates me. You know, I, I say to myself, doesn't matter if we're in spring season or fall season, I still need to put the same effort, you know? And I just say to myself, just put the effort, you know, put the effort, do every, just give everything you got. And at the end of the day, it's going to work out. But from if, it doesn't, if it doesn't, it's for the good, you know, it, I'm not going to sit and cry about it. hundred percent. You're not in control of the things that you're not in control of. But from the reason Raj asked that question and it went to my head as well is I'm sensing some sort of like, this year is the final decision maker. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I want to know, is there a reason you are sort of in a rush that if it doesn't happen, then I have to make a decision. It's not going to happen. Then I'm going to leave it. Um, 
there's no reason really. It's just like I said, um, maybe I wouldn't be Russian as much if I kind of have some connections or like, you know, and uh, maybe I have something ready, you know, I wouldn't be rushing, but I don't have that at the moment. So maybe it's because of that reason I may be rushing a little bit, you know, I'm like, maybe I'm thinking about it too much. And when I think about it, I feel like I'm putting pressure on myself, which is not good. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to stress <laughs> out about it. I don't want to think about it a lot. And um, there's no really like a big reason for it, but like, that's just, that's just how it is for me. Like after college, I'm, I'm praying that something happens with, with the effort I put in my whole life. Uh, and I'm, I'm positive about it. You know, I have to be positive about it, but if not, like I said, you know, uh, you guys are right. Maybe I might not like, I shouldn't be rushing as much, but if it doesn't work out, it's for the good, you know, I'm just going to look at other things and I'm just going to move on from there. Yeah. I want to paint a little picture to you. Right. So, um, yeah, I also think of it as another journey in your life, right? So the same way you went to college, right? They're like that's a, that was a totally different style of play, right there, right? It's more faster. It's more like you actually get rid of the ball, probably a little bit more longer, right? Like hey, a little bit more earlier, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Now we're going to professional aspect. That's like a professional setting. Right, you're trying to find a job to secure, in a sense, like as a soccer player, that's who you are, right? You get a job, you get to do basically, like you get to talk with your play in a sense like that, right? At the end of the day, it's like, that's that whole different chapter in your life that you get into. Some people have left college and are still trying to, you know, follow that journey, right? So in a sense, it's like, how can you create or plant a seed for yourself now to like whatever, like how many years you give yourself to like say, all right, it's not for me anymore. I'm gonna pursue okay the degree I have, right? So like it's like how can we set ourselves up in in it so in the future, like it's gonna happen bigger for us. But at the end of the day, after college, it's gonna be harder to yeah, you might get like a team and stuff like that, but like that process is it's, it's a process of its own, you know what I mean? Talking to some people that are pursuing that, that life right now, it's a, like, it's, a, like, it's a life of its own. You got to be like mentally prepared for that. Like your mindset has to be like soccer, soccer, soccer. How am I going to put myself in that position to be able to like play, right? But if you think, thinking, oh, maybe if it doesn't happen, so, so, and so before it even starts, right, you kind of give yourself a kind of like a, a roadblock in a sense, right? So I would say like, just keep pushing until like, like, because this is the beginning of your journey. I'll say it's getting into professional because you're, you're not out, you're not out of your senior year yet. So this is the beginning of your journey, getting to professional. I'll say keep pushing until it feels like, all right, there's no like, way of doing that again because like coaching is always there too you always want to like like you said all the work you put in this is the time where it's like all right this is the different challenge because it's it's going to be even faster this is where you got to be yourself this way you got to be more creative this way you got to in itself in a sense create an opportunity for yourself i don't know if i kind of touched on it but you got anything else just like something to say for us I just, I just want to know the whole reason behind why you did college soccer. Um, the whole reason behind it, I think, at first, like I said in high school, like it was people telling me about it. Right. So you found out about it, and then you yeah. found out how good it is for your career. Correct. And uh, I was like, yeah, it could be a good experience, you know, because like. Then I thought about, like, you know, imagine uh, for me, like, because, like, I've been playing it my whole life. Like, it will be tough, you know, going to college and not playing the sport. You know, it's just school, 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 school. 
not you know you're not playing and uh i think that was kind of the reason and obviously i want to get somewhere you know i want to get somewhere with the with playing uh, after college or during college somehow you know and uh that was like the big reason for it because it's not just i wanted to play just college level you know i i want to play a higher level after college so that was like the big reason why i want to play college but at first it started for my friends my coaches telling me to play and then after i did my research like the things i can do after or during i was like yeah that's this is the right path for me so that's why i'm asking that question is that you had a bigger goal it wasn't just to play college to get your degree and then i'm done i'm gonna go get a secure job and that's it right so if that's the if that's the goal why maybe to me it seems like it maybe i'm incorrect but why leaning towards giving up because you have the potential you really do and i'm i'm not just saying it just to say you do have a potential to play at the level that you want to play but i know for a fact that yes okay maybe let's say you're late on the connection part but you're really not because we live in a world of social media you know the who we can find out how we can connect with them there are different platforms out there and we'll talk about after the podcast about it too but i feel like you are hearing a lot on the fact that okay these players again it seems to me am i being correct that these players my age are making it they're going to those places but i'm not Am I behind? Am I left behind? And that comparison just eats you alive because you're like, I know I'm able of it, but since they have more connections, ah, uh, maybe it's not for me. But everyone has a different path, right? So everyone's not supposed to have the same route and path through what they want to achieve in their lives. I just want to make sure if I'm correct about this, stop the comparison because that's gonna ruin you but let me know if i'm incorrect and i mean i want to I know Yo, not gonna lie you kind of did read my mind you know and uh i think this is with most of the people at my age that haven't made it you know they like to compare themselves with like other young players that are, that are playing professional uh which was kind of the case for me you know because i was like damn like I'm, i'm at this age like these people playing professional i'm still in college this and that like i need to do something i put a lot of pressure on me mm-hmm. and then i realized you know recently actually i was like people have different paths you know different fate different everything so they might be playing right now maybe i'll play next year you know because maybe something's better gonna come to me you know maybe i'll play at a higher level And uh, I kind of stopped comparing myself because it just hurts you, you know. And uh, as a player, you know, it hurts you. It brings you down. No more motivation, nothing, you know. And uh, But you're right. Most of the time you were right. And uh, I was like that. And here and there, I still get like that, you know, like every time I watch soccer and see people. But um, I believe it's not really, I'll say, giving up, but... I'm still going to put the same effort I've been putting my whole life, even even more and more. Uh, and I'm going to do what I want to do. I want to get to the next level, which I hope I will. You know, I don't want to sound too cocky and be like, I will. You know, I, I, there's, I don't want to be like that. If it happens, it will happen. I know. And, um, but it's just really, really like back of my head. I still got to have something, you know, uh, with the, the, the degree I'm going to get, you know, it's not just, you know, maybe some things don't work out in life, you know, and this might be the case for me. And like I said, I'm not going to sit there and cry about it and be like, oh, I got nothing else to do. So that's why always back in my head, I still have something, you know, if this doesn't work out. But it may sound like I'm giving up. I'm not going to put the same effort as much. But in reality, for me, the way I think is I'm going to put even more and more effort into it. 
but if it doesn't work out, I'm still gonna have something, you know? Yes, I agree. That's that's very mature and healthy to do that so, right? Especially in football, soccer industry. Because your body is your business, basically. If it breaks or if it, something happens, God forbid, you're, you're done, right? So it's good. However, if you have that in the back of your head, that's called a plan B. We actually post, I actually posted something literally before we started the podcast about plan B. If you have a plan B, you don't go all the way in. You might think that you are, but since that thing is in the back of your head, oh, dude, you're straight. If you don't make it, you have a job to go for. Because of that 1% in the back of your head, you're not giving your all. And that's the only thing I want to make sure that, all right, get your degree. Yes, have that aside. But after that, just like forget about it. Like pretend that it doesn't even exist. Because the moment you keep thinking about, oh, I have that degree, I have that, it's in the back of my head. I know if I don't, if this doesn't go the way I want it, I can always go back. That alone ruins your chances that you have, that God has for you because of the fact that I have this on the side. That's all I'm saying. Again, it's different from person to person, situations to situations, financially, all the stuff. But once you get your degree, my suggestion, after that, just go all in. Meaning, all right, technically you're going all in. Uh, IQ-wise, you're going all in. You're studying players that are playing your position. You're studying everything. How about now? going all in as far as connecting with more people, right? Connecting with different coaches, different agents, different people to help you in those routes. That's what I mean by going all in. Like there's no hole left unsealed. You know, you're just going all the way, getting everything done. That's my suggestion. I do believe, like I said, you have the potential. You really do. It all depends on in here like how much you truly see it and let, yeah, you said, I don't want to sound cocky, but at some points you need to be affirmative. You need to say, no, this is it. I'm, I have it in my, I see it in my mind. If you see it in your mind, it's already said. It all depends on your actions. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about before you went to college, we talked at two years and then go D1 and then professional. Remember talking about that? So yeah. it always has to be like in the back of your head, right? Like Francis said, it's like even in America, soccer in America, like the professional setters and stuff like that, if you're trying to get paid, you got to work your way up, right? So even in that sense, let's say I'm playing in a semi-pro team, right? What can I do to build my IQ, okay? Whilst I'm playing a little bit, everything I'm doing is based on soccer, you know what I mean? coaching that could help improve your iq right you're coaching both the youth stuff like that you're building your brain you're building like all the iq you need and now when you go to the field now you're seeing the the, the field differently right so in that in that in that space you can also help like get friends that also like you know what i mean have connections what it is you know what i mean so now you're like finding ways to actually like kind of like build to your goal Right. Once you're doing this trials, once you're doing all this stuff, you're still like in a sense, like finding all these connections that are gonna in a, like at the end of the day push you to where you want to go. So it's all about in a sense like knowing I this is what I want to do and how am I gonna get there? Like what kind of stepping stones am I gonna put in place to get where I wanna get? Right. Because after college, right? What's his name? It's a whole different ball game. <laughs> but, uh, after college, now we're back to the real. We're in the real world now, right? So now that's a whole different ball game. Now we gotta set up our plans. We gotta set up our life the way we want it to be. Right. Dimitri, you got anything to say? Mm, I mean, like Parsis said, you know, you gotta have that tunnel vision basically a little bit and you got to have that egotistical mind sometimes where you're like I know that I can do it so I'm gonna do it basically and I mean if you think I mean you know what you're capable of 
and only you can control about what you do in the future. And it's all on you. And I mean, you have what you need through social media, through internet. And I mean, I believe that you can find what you need and get reach those goals. But obviously it all starts with you, what you do, what initiatives you take and how you go on on your path. Everything you do has to be calculated now, from now onward. But all right, we're gonna get into some fiery questions. This is um quick questions that we ask, and then you could answer like the first thing that comes in your mind, basically, right? Or like if it's uh, like less than less than three words. So you have two maximum three words to answer those questions. Why am I nervous now, bro? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you don't get nervous now. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, let's go. So, so soccer, huh? What are your favorite? I would say three players. Three players: Ronaldo, Messi, and Neymar. No, 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 no. Ronaldo, <laughs> Ronaldo, Neymar, Zlatan. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Hmm. All right. Who is here? Who are your favorite? I'll say three teams, professional teams. Fenerbahce, my my you know hometown team, Real Madrid and United. Fenerbahce, they they're first in the table right now, man. Yeah, this is our year. Watch. Who is the one person? that had the most influence in your life? My dad. Why? Why? It's just, uh, I think I learned a lot from him, you know, uh, because like the way he grew up, you know, like he, he, he had a really, really, really tough life, you know, growing up. And it's just the things I learned from him, you know, even to this day, you know, me and him, we talk, you know, he gives me advice on life. You know, he teaches me a lot. You know, he gives me good words. And I think I, I learned a lot from him with those, you know, because he has a lot of experience. And uh, I like to listen to, you know, uh, elderly people, like old, old, old people, you know. I mean, my dad's not that old, but like still, you know. Yeah, they have and, more uh, Yeah, they have wisdom and they like to share and I love to listen. Cause I, you learn from it, you know? So I'll say, uh, probably my dad. Yeah. If there was one thing in this world, if you live this world that you want to be remembered for, what would it be? Uh, the, I think I will say like, you know, it's about friendship again. Uh, the, the amount of love that I gave to my friends, like, the, the things I've done for my friends, you know, I, I want to remember for that, not just, you know, not other stuff. I just want to be remembered for who I am, you know, and the things I've done for my friends and uh, other people. So I said two to three words, man. When I say one thing, I need to explain it. I have that thing. I'm messing with you, yeah. And I'll ask the last question. All right. So, once once you go pro, right, and you make all the money, what do you have planned to do with those money, with that money? Uh, investment. House. Chef. I like that. The last one, definitely, for sure. I mean, investment and house, yes. Let me, I'm going to make it more fair. Two to three sentences so you can elaborate a little more because you have such a creative mind that you cannot just go one word, yeah? <laughs> elaborate on those three words. Uh, I, I want to say investment because, uh, I mean, it's, it's huge now, you know, and uh, I think it's really important to invest, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the right thing. And that's one thing, you know. I would just want to put money and just forget about it, you know, just invest <laughs> it, you know. That's one thing. And how, obviously, you know, 
you know, with my, with my life and hopefully my future kids and everything, I want to live in a nice house. So what, house is a house is a big thing. Chef is, I think like it's the biggest thing for me. I'd love to cook myself, but you know, once you get to like certain point, you won't have much time, mm. you know, and I need to eat the right things. That's, that's one thing with being professional, you know, uh, eating the right things, doing the right things at the right time. So uh, whatever I cook might not be the perfect thing for me. So, and uh, I won't maybe have much time as well. So it's good to have food when I come home ready, yeah. you know? So I think chef is an important thing for me. <laughs> Dimitri approves. He approves with a three sneeze. <laughs> yeah, all right, that was that's good. That's good. All right, guys. I hope you learned a lot from this episode. We talked a lot, and then we also went a little deeper into some part, some parts of his life that we felt like would be important for you guys to know about. And you can find us on all platforms. You got TikTok, Instagram, you got YouTube, even Spotify. Oh, you can find us anywhere, bro. Anywhere. What's the first one? All other podcast platforms. <clears throat> Everywhere. Everywhere. At, at where? At what? Future Elites Soccer. One more time, future elites soccer. Last time, future elites soccer. And Amber, where can the where can the lovely audience find you at if they want to reach out to you? You know, Instagram will be the best. Is Emre Turk Denis? Mm -hmm. Reach out to me whenever, especially young kids here. You know, this area or any any other. You know cities or anywhere states reach out to me anytime i would love to help i helped kids back in the days you know yeah. uh, kids in high school they wanted to go to college and everything I'm, I'm here to help you know i'm here to help anytime coach dimitri you got anything to say i'll say uh thank you for tuning in i hope you guys enjoyed this episode and i hope you guys have a good rest of your day or a good rest if you're going to go to sleep right after watching this. But, yeah, thank you for tuning in, everyone. And thank you, Emre, for, you know, joining. Coach Barca. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed and took away something that was helpful and is helpful and is going to be helpful for your future. And I hope, Emre, what we talked about is – gonna give you a little more of a different perspectives to think about and yeah I mean this was a really good podcast the last thing I want to say is let's take action peace, peace.